before you enjoy part two of episode 48, we wanted to let you know that we didn't tell all the things about Daryl at the beginning of this episode, so it may not make sense. But go back and check out part one, and it details who Daryl is and why we got him on the show. We hope you enjoy it. I said, Shane, when he gets to that deer, take off. And your mind's like it goes in but slow motion. Just a bear, yeah. a, a black panther, <laughs> something jumped up and hit me. Daryl, obviously explosions and explosive technician and all of that's got to be very stressful occupation. So, I mean, what did you do to relieve some of that stress? I mean, how did, how did you get through that from a day to day? Well... Uh, you know what, my, uh, my life, uh, my interest and hobby, my greatest hobby naturally was hunting like yeah. a lot of people was. So uh, that was my stress relief, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I, I will t- we'll tell this story. I hang on. Uh, you know, we know, already know the hat thing, okay. right? Oh, yeah. we got another yeah. hat coming on. Huh? We got the another hat. Uh, okay. hat. Yeah, got the honesty yeah. hat off. And now, now, this is the now we're on the stretching it a little. This bit. is the stretching it a little bit. Is it stretching or hiding? Maybe. So. Okay. But anyway, I was uh, I was uh, overseeing some mines uh, uh, on Gulf State Paper Company property, and this was down in uh, north of Tuscaloosa, between Tuscaloosa and Oakman, and. Uh, we had a parts guy. He ran parts for us. And, and trying to paint you a picture of these mines, you drove out of these mines in a long dirt road, and you would come up on this hill, and you could see the mining area where we had mined, and then you could see the drag lines running and everything. So this parts guy kept noticing this monster buck. He would come <laughs> out on this reclamation, an area we'd already mined, and he would say to come back and tell me about it, you know. And, and I, for the life of me, I couldn't see this buck, you know. Every time I'd drive over there, it wasn't there. So I was questioning, is he really seeing? But I knew they was there. And so uh, Niles Graham, he was, uh, he was a retired guy from ATF. And uh, he was chief of security for uh, Gulf State Paper Corporation. And I was down there going over something because right behind and part of our mind area was uh, what they referred to as their 10,000-acre private turkey hunting reserve. Mm. John Warner himself uh, hunted this property, mm-hmm. and that was the son. And, uh, but uh, oh, anyway, I was in a meeting with Niles Graham down there about security people coming in and out of the gates. And stuff. Because they were all locking gate. Key and uh, every day there was foresters, there was wardens, their own private wardens going through there. So you didn't do anything out of line. I mean, so you know, me and Niles and become good friends, you know, and I'm glad I did. And because uh, there's other stories, <laughs> the reason I'm glad I did come, but anyway, so this buck was on Gulf State property and it was right on the edge of the turkey hunting reserve. And did I have permission to hunt it? No. No. But. But. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember this day, the guy, that parts guy said, look, this buck has been out there the last three evenings chasing them does. And I would see the does. And I guess by some chance, I didn't get to see him. So I thought, well, he's not going to be with those does long. So I'm going to get him. I'm taking him out. So I get the cruise started and uh, for the night shift. So I said, don't let anybody come out on that end of the pit today. And so, uh, wait a minute, I left out one <laughs> vital part of the story. 
Niles, while he was telling that, they was he had asked me in that meeting, he wanted to send their, some of their photographers out there. Mm. And uh, they wanted to put some, they had big stuffed deer, huge deer and does, and they had put them out there, and they had take pictures. That way they got a great picture of that reclamation where they could put it in that office down there. I thought, sure, anytime you want to come up there, just come let me know, whatever. So this was like on a Monday or something, they said, I completely forgot about them coming out oh. there, saying it's going to come out there. So mm. this is where it all go side so but anyway so the parts guy seeing this buck and this is the area where they're going on that reclamation so i said i got them crew started that day i said nobody comes out on the end of this thing so i drive around i have to go on the reserve because i had keys to get, i go in reserve and i come in on the back side so i go down there and there's this big old mound right on the edge of where we had mine to it's this big uh, long leaf pines and you know how thick the Pine straw. I just so this mound of dirt. So I, I thought, well, this is my viewpoint. So I climbed up on this mound of dirt and it was covered in this real thick pine straw. So I had my rifle and scope laying there and I was just overlooking that and I had a good, you know, 100, 200 yard shot. I thought, I thought this is the day. The day's know? the day. So I could see parts of the mine, part of it couldn't, but the road coming into reclamation, you know, it just kind of went up some little hills and stuff. And I remember I sat there and the sun was beaming down on me and it felt so good. It was cold. <laughs> and uh, there was a flock of turkeys come out there and I was watching them. I had my scope turned up on 12 pyre and I was scanning everything. And somehow or another, I fell asleep. Take your little nap. I did. The sun put me asleep. Mm-hmm. So that pine straw, I didn't know when I slept. I just kind of slid down the hill Well, my rifle was still laying up there on top of that hump. And so when I woke up, it was starting to get close to dark. And I thought, oh, 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 oh. So I, I climbed back up that hump in there and I get a rifle on it. And I'm just looking to see it. And I look, I thought, the turkey's gone. Something run the turkey's off. So I went into frantic. I thought, he's out there. He's out there with his dog. And I look. And then I started sweeping the field. About that time, I seen a couple of does and hearts are beating. And all of a sudden, in the edge of the scope, swell up on 12 fire. You know, I don't see everything that's out there. There's there this magnificent buck. Oh, my heart was beating out of my chest. Yeah. I flipped the safety off. And just about the time I was fixing to pull the trigger, I caught a movement in my left eye. Here's this guy squatted down with oh, the camera. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, it was so close. If I would have pulled that trigger to blow that stuffed deer off <laughs> right in front of it, and I would have lost my job. You know, of course, the truth That is, wasn't even the real buck. That was no, a stuffed no, buck. I forgot about him coming up. Why I fell asleep? <laughs> they had set up and everything while you were saying well, I was asleep. asleep. They set that whole thing up because it didn't take them long. But they was going to make that picture. I thought, you know, I went. That was like, oh, lightning hit me. I thought, Man. If I, was, I was just a fraction away from pulling that trigger. Safety was off. Safety was off. I was fixing to drop it. I just wow. happened to catch a movement. Now, if my scope would have been on like four or five or something, I'd have seen that whole yeah. thing. But you, all you saw was. Yeah, and you know, after that, I even thought and you'll find this funny because a lot of people trained the people to look through the scope with both eyes open. I was yeah. never, I was a one eye guy, so yeah. I'm sitting here looking. <laughs> one eye, all one I can eye, see was the scope. And I just view. sweeping, and then that's when I, when I seen that buck, it was, you know, you stopped right then because that's. There he is. There he is. So there he was. Wow. I thought about what would have I really done if I'd pulled that trigger? I could tell you what I would have done. Run. I've done, never I've, wouldn't even, I've never, never seen you up, again, would they? No, but then no problem would be, and they had. They would have had video cameras. Yeah, I had them set off at all them gates and me going through there. Yeah. So what did you do after that? How did you get out of there? Well, I just basically, back, cause I went in, I come in on different road. I just backed out. But I'm telling you, it scared me today. <laughs> you have any game warden stories you can tell us? Philip, Phil said he's never even been checked. Can you believe that? 
I've been checked on the water once or twice. I've never been checked with a rifle in my hand. Let me. So I've while, had some encounters. While you're thinking, let me let me tell this one. And yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I know you got. Some. We're gonna we're gonna change the name to protect the innocent, right? Okay, okay? I, I like that. that. <clears throat> when I was about thirteen years old, I had some. Do you want the ski mask? I do. Probably need the ski. Now this one, I could wear the honesty hat on this one because this is all <laughs> honest. This is honest telling. But you, well, you know my family history. I've got some family that were known in these parts. Oh yeah, of yeah, their outlaw tendencies. Let's just say, okay. Well, one night, and my mom—it was so bad. My mom wouldn't; she wouldn't let me go off with some of them because she was afraid I was going to get you're going to be in the pokey. I too. was going to be in, Clifford. I'm in the pokey, mm-hmm. right? It's going <laughs> afraid I was going to end up in the pokey. <laughs> However, this night, the preacher at the time, our preacher was going with us, so. It'll be fine, right? It's all cool. Little does my mom know at that time that our own preacher was, I mean, because here's the deal. The way they hunted, they didn't really see anything wrong with it, right? They didn't. What's wrong with it? But it was against the law to do it that way. We'll just leave it at that. Well, that night I was with... Well, I'm going to call him Calvin, okay? Okay, I was wondering what the hokey name was going to be. I'm with Calvin and Calvin. Preacher, okay? I'm with Calvin and I'm with Preacher. and But they knew enough about my mom to know not to do anything that was going to cause me to end up in the pokey. We went to, we went to the coves, and everybody knows in this part, if you're going to go see big deer at night, exactly. you're going to go to the coves and yep. see them, Okay. So we were, and this is 100% honest, we were doing nothing more than just riding roads to see deer. What was at that time, it was legal without a gun. That's right. You can, you, yeah. you can ride the roads, okay? So we were going to the coves, and we get to the one spot where it, either you turn around here or you continue on you, you probably aren't going to see anything past right. because at that time they were planting the coves in mm-hmm. soybeans and corn yeah, everything. and there were just deer everywhere also have to remember in alabama when i when i was a kid deer weren't that plentiful around yeah. here they were just and not like today they were a novelty like mm-hmm. you saw you went and see deer and so <clears throat> it was just it was just something to do on the in the evening so we go and we we turn up into this field, okay? And when we do, the headlights and I, let me say that it was ten, it was intentional to shine the field a little bit, right? Yeah. We, we right. did want to see what was out there, but we were turning around. When we turn into the field, we hit headlight to headlight with the game warden. There he was sitting there waiting. He he was just waiting, <laughs> just waiting on somebody to turn up in there. Blue lights come on. My immediate thought is, I'm going to jail. Mm-hmm. Tonight's the night. My mom is going to kill me. Not only me, but also Calvin mm-hmm. and preacher. And the preacher. Right? So everybody's going. We're going to be without a preacher at the church. We're going to be two less family members because we all <laughs> going to die. So blue lights come on, preacher stops. He's driving. Preacher stops, and the game warden comes over to the microphone, and he said, driver, 
throw the keys out on the ground. So preacher turns the truck off, throws the keys out on them. Driver, he said, driver, get out of the vehicle. Driver gets out. Preacher gets out of the vehicle. This is where it gets interesting. He said. Calvin, get out of the truck. I said, oh, my goodness. He, he's called him by name. Knew right? exactly oh. who he was. So I said, I, I, we going to we, If he knows who's in this vehicle, we yeah. going to jail. So Calvin gets out of the truck, goes to the front. Then he comes to me. And my heart's beating out of my chest. I mean, I, I'm 13 years old. You know, I don't, I, this is my first experience with the game warden. First and worst. My first trip to prison. The first time I'm going to jail, right? So he tells me, game warden tells me, he gets out. I get out. We all go, put our hands on the front of the hood. We're standing there. He's tearing the truck apart, looking for what? A gun, a gun. and a spotlight. Right? All this, of those things. Was this after spotlighting? This was after spotlighting. Okay. Actual spotlighting had been outlawed. Yeah. Okay? So, he's tearing it apart. And and I'm just sitting there staring at Calvin mm-hmm. and Preacher like, what, what do you know? I'm just, what do we do? <laughs> right? So, he's tearing it apart and he starts hollering, I got a gun. I found a gun. I found a gun. I said, oh, my goodness, surely not. There's no way. He comes out. He's got Preacher's daughter's Red Rider BB gun in his hand. Oh, no. He sure does. Red Rider BB gun. And, of course, he was just giving us a hard time at that point in time. But But still, I know those hearts sunk. That's right. Everybody's heart sunk because, well, think about how many times you drive down the road and you got your 22 or something underneath the seat and you just forget it's even back there mm-hmm. right so long story short he he said y'all boys need to find somewhere else to be tonight and y'all need to do it quickly right and well, so now that, that we know that you're here we can absolutely now do that. that we good know that you're here in the coming pretty good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway I, I i got home Needless to say, my mom did not allow me to go back on any more trips with Preacher and Calvin looking for deer. Yeah, that could have been ugly. That could have been ugly. Real fast. So, Philip, while we're sitting here talking, do you remember the night Uh-oh. at Mama's? Which time? The night that... No, no. no. You get the honesty hat. The uh, night okay. that Amos <sighs> shot... The deer out of Mama's yard. Forgot about that. I have no. Daryl, he wasn't remembering what I got. <laughs> he rem- but we didn't do no, this. No, this was this you, is... you. Tell this. Tell this. Tell tell Daryl about that please night. Please tell me this. So we had, we'd been coon hunting. I think mm-hmm. so. We'd been coon hunting. We was already back pretty early. It was probably around. I'm gonna say ten o'clock. So we were already back home, and all of a sudden we hear, boom! Oh, I mean, just you know, we didn't live, but. 300 yards from my mom's house across the pasture. And I look at Shane. Shane looked at me. I said, that was close. And, and about that time, something. my mom called. Somebody's done shot right here by the house. So by I said. By the house. I said, okay, okay. We knew Amos had been spotlighting around through there anyway. Is this Amos Moses? Amos Moses. Okay. 
So what we did is I said, we can't drive the truck over there. We'll, we'll blow our cover. I, so we just took off. We had our coon lights on, waders. I mean, waders, we, yeah, everything. we definitely been coon hunting. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we had everything on. So we take off 300 yards across the pasture. And what we did is Mama, right up from where he, we saw the deer. Deer's dead in the pan. He smoked that deer. And they had taken off. Yeah, they, they shot and left, which is a mistake. If you're going to shoot, get it and then go. I think maybe I shouldn't say that, but anyway, that's that's the best <laughs> thing that you yeah yeah give me that ski mask. <laughs> All right, so Mama right up from that because it's in her yard. I mean, this is right at the bottom of her yard. So oh dear, we hide behind the the propane tank. She had a, you, you know a big propane tank. So we're sitting there hiding. It's me and you and Dwight. I yep, think Dwight right. had joined yep. the party. Who's my did. uncle? So he, he joined. And the what party. did he have? I think he had the pistola. He had the pistola. We didn't have any guns. We no. just wanted to do a little rib bruising all we wanted yeah. to do. So anyway, we're sitting there, and it's been five minutes. Maybe. At that time, we hear, and they're creeping. You know, the muffler's blown out an old it box S10. You know? S10, yeah. So they're creeping across the road, and we're sitting there, got our head, you know, we're just watching. And then they slow down. I said, Shane, that's them. I that's said, they've them. already come back and we're here. Well, I said, we're sitting there. We, we don't, you know, it's tactical at this time. Yeah. You know, you're going into instinct. That's mode. right. Well, we see they had, they, they had killed the headlight or the cab light. So they open the door and I see him. He looks one way, <laughs> looks the other, and he's out of field. And I said, Shane, when he gets to that deer, take off. Sure enough, he went right out there. But here's something I got to talk about right before the next part. You wouldn't know this unless you had bush hog down there. There was a huge gully washout right mm-hmm. next to the road. You couldn't see it because you know just like it? the red mm-hmm. story, the pasture grass, I just always cut it even. So you couldn't see it. Well, he's out there. Camouflage. He's out there, what, 40 yards? Yeah. He's 40 yards. Away from the truck. The minute he grabs the back leg of that doe, I said, go get him. So we're taking off. I mean, we're running as hard, and we're downhill. So it's downhill to us. We're running as hard as we can. And right when we get close, the passenger in the middle, there's three of them in that S10, the passenger in the middle sees us, and you can just see his eyes. He just starts screaming, Amos, Amos, get in the car, get in the car. Well, he's got that deer. He looks up, and it's it's almost too late. He drops a deer. He takes off running, and, you know, we're still probably 10 yards from him at this time. He hits that gully. Smash. Smash face first into that. But I want to tell you, his legs never kept turning. (laughs) His face was on the ground. Those legs kept turning. They get him and he crawls up to the thing and they grab him and they take off. And they're pulling him in the car in reverse. And we're still running. It's hard as they get. I didn't know. A S10 could travel that fast in reverse. Well, it can when it's going 6,000 RPMs. I don't know how it didn't blow I up. I have no idea. And then what's Dwight doing behind us when we're running? Pow, pow, pow. He's just firing that worried about bringing all these different hats down here for I don't know, buddy. I thought I was dating with a couple of angels. I, I thought, no. you know, my original thought, I thought, well, these guys, here they are. Nice, they got good, clean records. The, I'm a target. They're fixing yeah. to pick them up. No, but here's what we did. So that's not the end of the story. So we catch yeah. our breath. We're standing there. Dwight's probably reloading his yeah, pistol. reloading his pistol. And I said, well, they ain't coming back. But we got a nice little deer right here. So we just <laughs> took it, it and went, and went back to the house and skinned the deer. And we had a cooler full of deer meat. But the crazy thing was, Daryl, is we knew exactly who it was that did it. Like, 
We knew exactly who it was. He, they're hollering out his name. No shame while in the game. They're, while they're getting the truck, getting the truck, and it wasn't like a an S10 that you hide, could hide. It was one of those with the white, with the red racing stripes down the middle. You know, it's like man, with the rusted out muffler. This, you know. we, we we found them within within a day. We knew where they lived. Knew exactly who it was over there by the railroad tracks. We went looking That's for exactly them. Right, found them. That's amazing. Why is thing? That's when things was the funnest when there was so oh, much and, risk. And, and it was so much fun. I have I don't I can't explain to you how fun it was. It was a rush. Yeah. It was an absolute adrenaline adrenaline rush running across that field. But you know, that. if you think about that, those stories that you read about these people who eluded wardens all these years, yeah. that's what it was all about. Yeah. It's the thrill. Yeah. It's just the thrill of it. It is. And that, and some of your kin folks, I assume your kin too, that's what fueled them. It, it was that getting out at night and, yeah. and, and I, all that being chased. Well, I've got, I've got kin folks that, that who are in the in the grave now. I mean, but most of them are. Um, they would go down south. Yeah. And if I could tell the stories of them, what happened and how it happened, and y- y- you would not believe. I heard a bunch of those. Those stories that they would tell. And it was, it. I'm talking about, I could write books about it. Just insane stories. But again, if the game, it was a cat and mouse thing, right? And if the game warden did catch them, it wasn't like it is nowadays to where they take your gun, they take your truck, they take your license, they take, mm-hmm. it was literally cat and mouse. They would go down there just to see if they could outwit yeah. the game warden. So I hunted down close to York, Alabama, which is right before you get across the line going out mm-hmm. 59 towards Mississippi. So we were out there at the hunting camp we lived in. It was a hundred year old house. We barely had power in it. So we'd have TV Nothing. So once we were through hunting and through eating, you either sitting there staring at one another. Are you or, going looking for? Deer? Are you going looking for deer? That's right. So we we got as we always did, just got loaded up four deep in a truck, and we're riding around, and we're headed down this notorious road. I always see a buck on this road, so we're we're just easing down through there, and right down is a long straightaway, and right down in the middle of that we see a eye. Yellow, you know how like when 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 light hits a deer's eye, it turns yellow, and it was blinking. And I said, "Oh, there he is! There he is!" I said, "He's he's, 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 he's. So we we get it. We just easing on up there. Well, where the blinking was, there's nothing standing there. But just we could see just the corner of the headlight. We could see some deer right there, but they didn't move, mm-hmm. and we never stopped. Mm-hmm. Never, never stopped. We kept rolling. That's all legal, you know. The light, no spotless, nothing. And I looked, and I said, I think those are fake deer. And my buddy that's with me said, ah, it's a game. It's, he done set a trap. He's done set. He said, I guarantee. He's sitting right up there, right where the, where the wood, there's a cut in up here. Keep driving. Keep driving. So we went down there. It was, he, it was personal now. He, yeah, he, he, he will tell you. Know, and you know who it is that I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. So we're easing down through there. Sure enough, there's a green jeep or blazer whatever it was sitting in this he said i i I know what we're going to get turn around go up there and turn around and i'm thinking i don't want to go to jail i don't want to go to jail but the good news is we didn't have a rifle in the truck so i thought so the worst thing you know so he go up there and turns around and he says all right he said 
when we get up there by that thing, he said, we're going to roll down all four windows. We're going to turn that radio up as loud as we can, and we're going to hoop and holler, and we're going to let that game warden know exactly what we think about this. So we drove around, come back. Well, as soon as we're coming back, guess what's down there blinking again? Oh, that little oh, yellow oh, eye, oh. that little catch your eye was down there blinking. He's all, he starts rolling down those windows. Turns that radio up as loud as it'll go. I mean, it'll make your ears bleed in there. And he just <laughs> screaming out at those deer and hollering everything else. Says a few things to the game warden that I don't know that he ever heard. And I said, uh, let's just, let's just let's go. Just let's just, go. I'm just, oh, let's enough. go, let's go, let's go, let's go. So anyway, and he, boy, he just laughed to scorn. He hey, thought that was the greatest thing that I've ever had. Hey, oh, I got that game warden <laughs> trying to get up. But I want to tell you, we did see it, the buck on the way back because it was on the other side of the road and the headlights hit it. It was not a buck. I mean, they put a good one. They out put. I mean, oh, they, they want you to shoot him. Yeah. Oh, I'm here to tell it's you. A trout. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I've, I've got one that I actually had to stop him from shooting. I thought there's something wrong. <laughs> that buck should not. The Lord. Hey, here's the, the Lord again. Yeah. Yeah. Daryl. Because the warden told me later, he said, I "Almost got y'all." Didn't I? Almost got well, you. I wasn't the one shooting. Well, tell it, tell it, just tell it. Can you tell it? Well, yeah. Uh, Go ahead. That, and tell I, it. I won't use names. I won't. That's right. But. Ralph. Me and a buddy. Me and Ralph. There you go. And, uh, but we was actually coming out of Glenn's Cove. And they, they was set up for, you killed that deer. There was no elk pen there. Mm-hmm. And so we come around through there, and I'm driving, so I'm on the left side. And Ralph over here. and uh, <laughs> Ralph on the right. Oh, right, he pulled, Ralph. And he yeah. said, whoa, whoa. And I hadn't even looked. And so I stopped. Like I didn't really know what whoa meant yeah, at the time. Yeah. And then I looked to the left. I thought, like, holy moly. <laughs> See what whoa means. He good. throws a gun right across my body, and he's out the window. And and I said, I, I, I heard him put the safety, and I thought, hey, hey, no, no, no. There's something wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I said, don't shoot it. Don't shoot it. And so he pulls the gun back in, and he said, why? He said, he would have been gone if he was real. No yeah, way there ain't no way a buck that size going to sit there and so look at later, you. Yeah, and it was a setup. But that's the only one I actually run into. Yeah. And uh, But, you know, back, I was thinking about you talking about spotlight back then. And it, this was legal. Me and Bert Swan. Yeah. This was something. It was kind of like with this. You got to have something to do at night. It got dark at 5 o'clock. So we basically almost every night, we'd go through Skyball. We had our little route. Mm-hmm. and go through with the spotlight. Mm-hmm. There's no harm in it. It was legal. And so we'd come back through the backside of Gwen's Cove. Spot all those fields. We'd finish our trip coming back down Hog Mountain, taking that spotlight, knocking the the, the lights out of the, the uh, what do you call it, the booger lights. We all oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dust the dome. Dust the dome. Yeah, lights. you could hit it and that, hit that electronic mm-hmm. guy, and you'd knock Turn him out like shooting with a gun. It was so fun. Birdie hit every one of those. <laughs> That's somebody's going to do that. Somebody's going to do that. Somebody yeah. that didn't so, know Oh, that. yeah, we could cook a new trend. But we was coming through Gwen's Cove, and that big field were – uh, we always call it the feeder field because it was an old meter feeder. It was one of the bigger fields. There. Mm-hmm. But right up in the back end, huge buck. Buck. <laughs> Bert spots lots that thing. He said, look at this one. And I was like, whoa. And it just kept standing there. It was kind of unusual. And it wasn't a buck. It was a real deer. So I thought, wow, I wonder how long he's standing there. So we got the idea. He said, wow, well, a lot. I said, I'm going to see how close I can get to him. Yeah. I wanted a better look. Yeah. How far is it? 
Uh, that was a long ways. That was uh, 353 okay. yards. But you can see, you know, there was some big, when those soybeans were mm-hmm. being in there, it was big getting deer. all they needed. They were some huge bucks. Mm-hmm. Trust me, we flew over that thing with a helicopter so many times, we got them up. Seemed tremendous bucks. But anyway, so he said, well, let's, I want to see how close I can get to. So in complete darkness, he sits there on the side of the road in the truck, and I loop around. I knew they was there. Of course, it wasn't anywhere in my mind, but there was some, somebody's horses yeah. was loose in there, and they had been loose in there. You'd see them everywhere all over that coat. And so I'm going around the edge of the field, and I'm getting up like halfway. This rack's looking better. This mm-hmm. deer's just standing there locked down, I guess because we were so far away. But about that time, this humongous noise, and I felt fur hit me. I run right up on one of them horses. Oh, my down. And, you know, <laughs> and... Your mind's like it goes in but slow motion. Just a bear, uh, <laughs> a black panther, <laughs> something jumped up and hit me. And it made this grunting noise. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, I finally run a 4240 back, back to that truck. Absolutely. <laughs> Bert, he heard all the noise and the commotion, so he throws a light on. He said, I've never lied so hard in my life. <laughs> He's running into stuff. He's blinding me with that spotlight. <laughs> that horse was taking off back toward those deer. Oh, man. Oh, that was, that was fun. But, uh, you know, we we done that four or five nights a week. It was just something to do. It was kind of like you said, you was South Alabama. I mean, you know, there's, I guess there's a lot more to no do. No harm, there. no foul. I thought, you know what? I, I've been really blessed in life. Yeah, the good, 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 good Lord's been good to yes. all of us. And, yes. Yeah. Are you kidding? There's things that I've, the close calls, I, yeah. Yeah. And y'all, all those shoulder taps we've been talking <laughs> about this yeah. you've had. I think he has been good to you. Yeah. Good letting you wow. know. Well, Dale, I want to say this, buddy. You have blessed me. I, I'm going to have I'm going to have some sore abs tomorrow. Man, these stories are no, so I, good. I, the, you guys are what's great. I mean, y'all put this together. But I'm just a, I'm a victim. You yeah, are a victim. Daryl told me today, Philip, because I've been on him. Quite oh a yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. I've been telling you, stay on him. And he said, he said, hey, who who was it told you? He said you might as well just give in to him because he ain't going to let up. He's like oh, you trying to get a job from Scott Mr. Reed. Grant said, oh Scott, just yeah. give up. They're not going to let up. <laughs> They ain't gonna give up. <laughs> no, but I, I think what y'all do is great. Well, I thanks. Mean, it, this is good. Where this thing goes, I have no clue. That's but, right. Nobody. You know, my hats off to you guys. I mean, y'all are doing a great job with it. This is this is something. This is a good part of life. That's right. You have to do it. Well, thanks for being with us for sure. Thank you for being with us, and uh, I think we got another date. Unfortunately, you did so good. You're probably well, gonna get a, a round two. two. You know, I told I told him the other day. I said, "Y'all was a little nervous because of uh, the way I was raised, the things I had done, and I got out of the line a little bit." You know, sure. but I thought, uh, you know what? They had Johnny Mills on here. He still walking the streets. <laughs> yeah, he did a great job too, buddy. Yeah, Johnny is awesome. Johnny, yeah. Well, that's gonna do it for this episode, episode 40, 48, I it's think. Forty-eight. Let's get back to honest. Get the honest hat back on. Well, we're gonna tie it up. This is Hayden Alabama podcast. I'm Philip. I'm Shane. Daryl. We'll see you next time. <laughs>